Now you may wonder, I looked that up under pouting. And, uh, and there is nothing any more offensive to me than an adult that pouts. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to be dwelling on that long. But if you are a man and you are a woman and you are a powder, that is exactly how you act and exactly how you look. I don't care how mad you are at your spouse or what went wrong at work. When you begin to pout, you are pathetic. And so I don't think that God likes powders. Matter of fact, I think the more you pout, the more intense things become. In the life, especially of a believer and someone who knows better, the more you pout, the more that comes. The more you pout, the worse it gets. The more you pout, the deeper it gets. If you notice, he came across when the father caught her or whatever. He wasn't really that mean. He just wanted to get a what? A reaction. And the reaction was exactly what he wanted. He knew he would start off with a little bit of fear and a little bit of upsetness and putting her head down. And then the lip began to roll. And after the lip rolled, what happened? The head went back. The mouth went, ah! And that's exactly how we become sometimes in life. Uh, I didn't mean to bust your eardrums, but I want you to stay with me. That's exactly how we become sometimes in life when we get discouraged. That's exactly how we begin to act sometimes when things don't go the direction that we felt they should. I believe with everything that is, everything that's within 53 years of successes and failures is that you are extremely important and your value exceeds way beyond anything you've ever been taught or ever been exposed to. There was something unique about God and Him working in your life. And the quickest way for us to walk in, in His direction and His peace of mind, if you will, or, or, or living a life of success is learning to listen and to be obedient. And you can go to Romans chapter 12, and, and as you read Romans 12, verse 2, it talks about the instruction on how to, to know the perfect will of the Lord. But we're going to start off today in Luke and chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, and we're going to go down to verse 54. There's a little girl in her family. It's her granddaughter named Blakely. And uh, if she was up here, I could probably get this to demonstrate. I could get onto her for something. You would see a replica of what we just saw. And one of the things about it is Lathan sometimes thinks he's funny when he gets onto her. He gets a really stern face when he gets onto her and doesn't have to swat her. And he just says he's going to spank her. And he may go up and, I mean, do this, maybe that hard. And she may already have the lip curl, but as soon as he touches it is full-blown, head back, mouth open, and she can't, <laughs> she can't breathe. And he does it sometimes, I think, and it's wrong. It's not from Jesus when he does it. But, but the thing is, it, it's obvious what he's doing to us, but it's not as obvious to her. And, and I want to take Luke chapter 12 and verse 54, and it says this. And he said also to the people, when you see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway you say, there cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, hey, there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. You hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and the earth, but how is it that you do not discern this time? I'll read verse 57. Yes, and while you, even in, your, in yourselves you judge not what is right. And I want to stop there because I want to focus on verse 56. It says, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and the earth, but basically, you can't discern your own life. 
You can't discern where you're at. You can't discern what's going on in your life. And I believe everything that is within me, if we can look at the obvious in the world and discern what's about to go on, why can we not look at our own lives and begin to watch things happen that we can't discern what's really going on? How, how, how hypocritical it is that we can look at all the physical signs, but we never learn to look at the spiritual signs. Seeing the obvious, the blindness of seeing our own purpose, the blindness of not being focused, but we're more focused on not our purpose, but our comfort. When I worked at Teen Challenge and I taught a class there, and, and some of you ladies will remember this, especially uh, Linda uh, Mitchell. She's always kind of my, my quoter. But I used to say this all the time when we were in the old the brick building downtown. God is not nearly as concerned about your comfort as he is your response to the situation you're in. The problem is we all want the comforts without any of the trials. We want all the perfect peace and all the direction without any of the understanding the deeper purpose. And there's, if there's anything you should have learned as an adult, there is always pain and growth. There is always pain and change. It doesn't always